Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. I'd like to talk a little bit today about the distinctions between religion and stuff. We had one synagogue and 60 families, 60 Jewish families in the town of 30,000 people. And I got to stand up in front of the Emily. I was bar mitzvahed. I haven't really ever talked much about my bar mitzvah, but uh, it was a big event in the life of spirituality. Now, as I've mentioned before, I was raised in a Jewish family. I was born into a Jewish family. We had one synagogue and 60 families, 60 Jewish families in the town of 30,000 people. And I got to stand up in front of the congregation. They virtually all showed up for all the bar mitzvahs. And I said, as young Jewish boys do, today I am a man. Of course, at the age of 13, I was very far from being a man. <laughs> but for ritual purposes in the Jewish religion, I was a man. That meant I could participate in all of the prayers and all of the blessings. I could read from the Torah, the you know, five books of Moses. If I was called on to do so, I could say the blessings over the Torah. And, uh, you know, it was a very joyful time of my life receiving all of that training because I learned the Hebrew language. But most importantly for me, I learned the melodies, those Jewish melodies that were sung in the uh, religious services every Friday night, every Saturday morning, still are there in the back of my mind. I find them beautiful, mystical, haunting melodies and yet, I can say, as I have said on other occasions, they're very sad melodies because there's a lot of pain associated with the Jewish religion and the history of the Jewish people. Now, one of the interesting things about the Jewish religion, and I think it probably applies to the most pious and orthodox practitioners of other religions as, as well, is the use of blessings. In the Jewish religion, there are blessings that you can say for just about everything. Certainly, we all have and are familiar with blessings that we say before meals. And there's a blessing on the wine. And there's uh, really in the Jewish religion, I believe, amongst the very Orthodox, there are hundreds of blessings you say before you go to sleep upon waking up. The idea is when you say these blessings, it's blessed are you, our God. Blessed is God. And we partake of our communion with God moment by moment, day by day. The idea is of the blessings is, is to remind you of your spiritual connection, to remind you that you're not isolated, that you're part of a larger consciousness. Now, I don't think in the Judeo-Christian religion it's conventionally thought that we are part of God, but we are created by God and the image of God. So there's a connection. There is a relationship. We are in relationship with God. Different religions will approach it differently. They all have their dogmas. Is God imminent? Is God transcendent? Etc. Is God a person or is God a principle? 
I think at some point, religions got off track. And they did it by becoming kind of mechanical, by repeating the blessings, repeating the prayers, repeating the rituals, day after day, week after week, month and year after year. And at some point, something gets lost. And what gets lost in uh, Hebrew, it's known as kavana. It means the fervency, the emotion that's associated with the blessings and with the prayers. They have to be said in a certain spirit of devotion. And when you lose that devotion, then what happens is you're just going through the rituals, the blessings, the prayers kind of mechanically. And at that point, something happens to the soul. Something gets lost. Something dies inside of us because at that point, the religion and the obligations of the religion deviate from authentic spirituality. And what I hope here that we're doing with the in-presence community, I'm going to call it a community because other people have now begun to refer to it that way in the comments. And I know the community is right now, it's just these monologues and the comments that occur. We have as most of you should know by now, also created the Facebook page, the NTASI Experience Community, for those of you who are really interested in delving deeper into your Psy experiences. And somebody urged me, they said, please don't put Psy ahead of spirituality. And Indeed, that's not my intention because I think of Psy as the essence of spirituality. It is how we are connected with each other and this larger universe. It is how we partake of God. We're not just in a relationship. And when I use the word God here, I don't mean to define it in any particular way. Define it however you please. But it is something that we are very intimate with. It is as close to us as our own thoughts, as our own consciousness. And an appreciation of the spiritual dimensions, in my opinion, makes Psy even more appropriate, even more powerful, and even more grounded in our experience. So, uh, I do hope that uh, those of you who uh, are contemplating participating in this online Facebook community will give that some thought. And um, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but uh, let me just say one other thing about the Facebook NTA, Psy Experience Community. It occurred to me recently, let us suppose a thousand people sign up. That's not a lot for a Facebook group. Some of them have well over a hundred thousand. But how do you manage that? How do you even manage a thousand? Because what's important, I think, is the intimate connection of small groups of people who actually get to know each other. Because there's a sense in which many people engage in social media on the internet, and yet they can have a thousand friends and still be very lonely.
And that's not what I'm going for here. I am going for intimate connection. And it occurred to me that what we may end up doing is dividing the group into smaller subgroups so that each of these smaller subgroups are able to relate to each other, to get to know each other deeply. Well, that will evolve as it as it does. And I started out by talking about religion and spirituality and deviated a little bit here. Uh, but I'm not working with notes. I'm not working with a planned agenda. I'm letting my mind ramble. To some extent, I hope that uh, my words are touching you, or I might even say tickling you in in a deeper way, in a way that may uh, be suggestive of or emblematic of a direct spiritual transmission, a way of uh, awakening, awakening you. And I'll leave you with that possibility, with that thought, that promise, that hope. I know I have a lot more to say, but uh, the next in present segment will be tomorrow. Thank you for being with me.